Lucas Tigers and Bronze is brought to you by Hybrid Grading Approach. HGA is revolutionizing the industry by implementing software that will allow them to scan, analyze, and grade cards without subjectivity. This allows for consistent and unbiased grading. They have an easy submission process and best-in-class customer service. Their pricing model is simple. Pay by the day, not by the value of the card. And when they say 10 business days, they mean 10 business days. I can just hand in my headphones and you can chat with them, whatever, okay? Whatever, whatever. Luca Nation, this is a, this is a, 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 a bringing national to a close episode. I think this is going to be one for the ages, Cage. Well, uh, I'm at the airport, guys, so thanks for bearing with me on this. There's background noise or my headphones. Actually, man, it's a bagels and wax over here. You're sitting down, we're kind of, kind of chilling out, you know, catching up, talking about the show and stuff. Like, it's great to get, you know, the feedback from all the folks about, you know, the national so again, I apologize. Bear with us. Bear with me. Well, I'll, t- I'll tell a story for it real yeah, quick. So, please. so the guy that's at the airport with Cage that's booking a flight that's on the same flight as Cage, his name is Vadim. And when I got into the hobby, you guys know I've, I've already said this tons of times. Zion, I had a crush on on Big Fat Zion, and <laughs> all I was buying was Zion cards. And Vadim had this beautiful Zion Prism Silver, beautiful. Most of them were off centered at that time, and his was really perfectly centered. Uh, and we met on Mercari, and we must have gone back and forth negotiating over like fifty dollars for four weeks. Th- then went away. Nothing. Nothing happened. I mean, what was it? A year later, Cage is at a Bleaker event. I think it was the first Bleaker event when they just opened. Yep. And he runs into Vadim Bagels because uh, mm-hmm. he runs. He's a family business guy, also an immigrant. Awesome guy. He's become a friend of the show. Uh, I'm a big fan of his. He does a lot with pole wax as well. So. Hopefully, we'll be able to do some stuff with them. Cage runs into a bleaker. And uh, what does he have? He has the Zion card. And he graded a PSA 9. And they take a picture and send it to me. And um, I think it's kind of – it goes to show a little bit about what the hobby is. Everybody knows everybody. Yeah. And, you know, we, we got to meet Mikey for Pro Wax. That guy is smart. I don't care what anybody says. I don't care. There's a lot of smart people in the hobby. That guy's right up around the top. I mean, he's talking to me about like, Jordan Fair, talking about, you know, like the, the hobby in general. Just a real smart guy who's able to kind of like um, you know, separate emotion from valuation, which I have a very hard time doing, to be honest. Like a lot of us hobbyists kind of do. Yeah, man, bagels. I'm, I'm going to get some bagels. In. You know me. I'm, a, I'm on a diet. Luca Nation Fit fan. I'm making carbs. Otherwise, this guy would be my best friend in the world. I get some bagel action. Hey, it, was an awesome, it was an awesome day today, guys. Um, I mean, I'm, we're going to do a fun little activity here uh, in a second, but. Awesome day. Cage and I walked through, saw Slab Stocks, the whole family. A lot of you guys don't know this, but Slab Stocks is also family business. And Aaron, the founder, his dad's been coming to the event for years. So that was pretty cool to see. And then Cage and I did, we both traded our Lucas Silvers. And I want to hear from you guys who got the better deal. Okay, I'll tell you guys in a second. We also (laughs) had, we had a meeting with the, the, the great Rob Go, the Mona Lisa of cards. And Hopefully we'll have something coming up for you guys really, really soon in, in that area as well. But it's been it's been an unreal event. So, Cage, you want to tell them about your trade first, or should I go with mine? You're you're muted, for, big guy. Sorry, dude. I'm trying to get my 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 cards out this way I can have some visuals on this too. But your your deal involved like 47 cards, and it took 47 <laughs> minutes. Mine took, involves one card and took one minute. So why don't you go ahead and go first? 
I didn't. I didn't think anyone would trade for my Lucas Silver Cage. I really didn't. Well, listen, but so we before were, you get into your trade, talk about the Lucas Silver for a second. We talked about it a couple of times, but why didn't you think someone would trade? Uh, here's my take on Luca, and you guys know how much I love him, and I've been thinking about this a lot. Like, he's been so good. He's been so outerworldly good that our expectations of him are already baked in. To he scored 48 points. 48 points he scored in an Olympic debut. Two points off the record in the Olympics. And his cards didn't move. They didn't budge. And and to me, it's it's really fascinating to look at Luca because I love the guy, but I wonder how much of our expectations are already baked into his cards. Does that make sense? Like it, it does. I think basically what you're trying to say is that that just like Trey, who had a perfect season and it didn't make a difference in his cards, they even went down. It's that you know Luca has to win two MVPs, three championships, you name it. You know my background noise, sorry, um, for it to justify his uh, his costs. You know? Oh, Cage, in the background noise. When we're doing real episodes, guys know, like, okay, we're going to do our best to have good technical stuff. But, guys, at National, we're just doing the best we can, and we want to bring you a show every day. So please, please bear with us. I'll try to edit some of it out also on my end. Uh, there's some good features, so don't don't even sweat it. Um, I, I, I mean, Luca has to put up a 100-point game at this point yeah, for his cards to move. So he, he uh, drops his 40-point triple-double every night, and his cards are going down. I mean, do I think they might go back up? Sure. But my 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 thought on the Luca over you know, tuning in to get sort of like a uh, like a feel for uh, for the national. Not every table had a Luca Silver, but almost every table had a Luca Silver. A lot of them had multiples. Um, you know, and that's what we talk about the pop on these things, right? And that's two thousand plus of these. You know, that's it's not twenty thousand like Zion is. You know, the Zion base, but it, you know, it's also it's not a rare card that they pop a two thousand. So. So here's the thing, guys. I wanted to get out of the Luca. I comped it at around 4,500, 4,200. Uh, and I honestly would have sold it for, for right around 4K because I was into it good. I, I bought the card raw for, uh, I think it was 1,400, maybe 1,300. Got it graded another 200. So I was into it for 1,500 bucks. Uh, and I wanted to diversify. So here's what I was thinking 4,200, I'm happy. So I go to a table, guys from Buffalo. Uh, most of the time I was thinking, Cage, and you got to understand, man, I'm rusty. I haven't done deals. I haven't done deals in a while. Been living in Mexico. When I got my cards back, I just consigned the fuck out of them. Sorry for cursing. Every card went. Uh, so I was like, all right. So here we go. Here's what I got. I went with my guy, Anthony Davis. That's nice, man. 9.5 BGS, 10 auto. B Anthony Davis, 2012 Prism auto. Had a nice auto. Nice auto. And I don't know if this trading company is going to be around in a few years, but hopefully we're going to be okay here. It's 2012 on card. Is that an on card auto? You would think so, but no, it's a sticker. It's like sure? a sticker. We, yeah, I have a great eye. Then Mr. Durantula. Uh, this was like a two three hundred dollar card, comp to three hundred. Two thousand eight Chrome, just a base, but a very nice card. And then my guy, Mr. Bradley Beal. So now, not only am I invested in his Top Shot Serial 1, now I have this. You are and heavy, heavy, heavy boost. Troop. Heavy Beal. I'm going to call the Wizards GM and ask him to trade him. And, uh, and I got a Zion and some like maybe like 14 other like little $50 cards. But anyway, and 700 cash. Right around 4,500 estimated value. It's nice. All man. in all, more inventory and I'm happy. So I like the trade. I think you did really, really well on it. We both came in here thinking about getting out of our Lucas Silvers. We had those plans. 
when you got out of yours after basically, I mean, it was like an episode of Price is Right. You know, 47 cards on the table. There's some Joker cards on the table. There's some Donovan Mitchell cards. I mean, it was like, I don't even know. I walked away. I got a sandwich. I had a soda. I took a dump. I came back. He's still negotiating. There's different cards on the table. There's all kinds of stuff going on. And he finally made a deal. I think it's a good deal. The two key cards, obviously, are the Beal Auto PSA 10, which is nice, and the Davis Auto. And uh, there's going to be interesting stuff happening on those. So I Only like nine of these. That's nice, man. 2012 prison is the set if the autos you know the autos are real low pop and really take off um i like it i mean it's a great deal so i actually thought for a moment we had uh one of, one of our listeners hanging out with us tony harley and rodman pc was there shout out to both of those guys while these deals were going on and um i actually thought you know what i'm gonna keep mine now because we'll have a nice little you know it'll be a little segment should andrew have made that trade or should he have held like kicked but i, I just don't Really, and you know, guys, could it go up? Could it be five thousand dollars or six thousand dollars in the last season? Sure, one hundred percent. Why the hell not? Um, but I decided, you know, my first national, my only national. I'm going to use my card. I'm going to, I'm going to pick up something that is rare at the show, and everybody knows who Travis Best is. I mean, he's one of the greatest players of all time. No, no one knows who he is. No one knows who Travis Best is. Played in the Pacers in the nineties. You like, you like. Any nineties guys have to know. Nineties guys know Travis Kill Best. The all right, I'm being corrected. Kill the Knicks. That's, that's why he's been a race around anyway. He did kill the Knicks. Uh, but Travis Best. Uh, and you're like, what the hell, Travis Best? Who am I, Travis? I'm trading Luca for Travis Best. So I got what is clearly going to be the wrong color. If you want to say it's his best card, because the green's better than the red. But I got. Today was the day I got my first precious metal gems card. It's not Kobe. It's not Jordan. There it is. Travis Best. It's a BGS 8. So now I have a BGS card as well. So I don't have too many of them. But BGS 8. Travis Best. And Cage, two, are all the yeah. precious metal gems graded BGS? No. Or um, most? No. They're, they're, they're split between the two. There's a lot of, of BGS. There's a lot of PSA. Um, but cool card. I mean, you guys take a look at that. You know, like, it's funny because you, you have a card like this at the show. People who are in the hobby, they're like, can I hold that? I never actually held a precious metal gem. You know, and guys, for, for you out there don't, don't know, I mean, eight, eights is like the highest, one, one of the highest grades you get on those cards, right? Yeah. I mean, there's, there's some that are higher, but yeah, eights, I mean, these, a lot of these are just authentic because the chipping on the edges is really bad. This has some chipping. You can see it. The edges is always the worst. You know, the edges on this is an eight, you know, corners of seven and a half. Surface got a nine and the centering got a nine and a half. It's a strong, strong eight. I mean, the seven and a half obviously pulls it down, but the average of them is hard to make. But I mean, it's, you know, it's really uh, just cool. Numbered. It's one of the first kind of numbered cards. Numbered out of 100 there in 93. It's pretty cool. And I got $3,000 cash on top of that. So, I mean, if you value this at $1,200, bucks, $1,300, bucks, whatever, you know, whatever it may be, um, then that's the deal. Value to eight hundred bucks, then I only got thirty eight hundred. But I got cash. I didn't get a ton of cards. You, you, you have like forty five hundred in value of the cards, which you know you may hang on to. Maybe they go up. But I actually like took the full cash out. So it's a little different deal. And so Mike had one card. And it took one minute. Andrew came over and found me. And he's like, "You're gone for a minute. You got it. You already. <laughs> yeah, someone paying your hand. What happened? Yeah, Luca's gone. I said, yeah, that's it." Well, this is the kind of guy Cage is too. Like he picked up a precious metal gem earlier uh, that day, right? Yep. yep. So, and then you don't want to just have one. If you have no. one, you have none. If oh, you have he, one, you have none. He called it. I mean, like I, I go all in, and of course, I mean, 
another if you're, if you're a 90s basketball player you know who ronnie cycle is Right, it's a DJ, <laughs> DJ Cycle, right? He's still relevant. He's a DJ. Andrew, yeah, Miami scene. Eagles knows everything. Man. Knows everything. That's it. And this one was cool because it's, it's it's only a seven, but on a PSA pop, that's the highest one. So that's pretty cool. But yeah, and that one's also out of hundred number fifty-one out of hundred. So I'm gonna say that's a rare one because he wore jersey number four with the Magic. And if you do fifty-one five minus one, it's four jersey number. Boom. Boom. Pretty pretty fun 24 hours. So got to give shout out to Collectible. They had us for, over for Morton's dinner, the who's who's of the hobby. So that was fun. Uh, thank you, Marino, Dave, the whole team, Jason. Uh, met a lot of cool people. Then we went to trade night, Cage. We stayed out like, I mean, your body was hurting this morning because we stayed yeah. out at 4 a.m. Still sort of hurting a little bit. Yeah, 4. I, uh, 4 a.m. For a little after four, I went smoking stokes. You, you went straight up to your room because the whole trade night was in your hotel. Me, you know, I had to walk, but Nick was on. He had to walk 100 yards. Yeah, pretty but, but I'm old. I got I got old knees. That was a long 100 yards at 4.15 in the morning. But yeah, man, here was the worst part of my trip. Absolute worst part. I ordered Uber Eats McDonald's for the second straight morning today. And I guess like everybody was Ubering to the airport or to the show or whatever it was. And Uber canceled, like the driver canceled me four times. And like you know, I waited like a half hour. I was like, that's it. I'm just going to the show. I got no McDonald's today. And that was just like, it just starts the day off. It's such a bad, bad. And that's why I'm just going to, I'm just going to get rid of Luca. That's it. I would, I was in a better mood, hang on to Luca, a better believer. If I just got my egg McMuffin. I got no egg McMuffin. I got no love from Uber Eats. Do you take the McMuffin that. off? I took the muffin off because I'm not eating the carbs. So you know, I sit there with a little fork and a knife. I eat the sausage, egg, maybe some ham. If that's what you call it. You know, mystery meat. I don't know what they call what's on there. But, how, how do you possibly know that it's mystery meat and still eat it? I'm hungry. That's easy. That's an easy question. You can answer that. To eat. You're hungry enough to eat anything. Yeah. All right, guys. So, so this is cool. We're doing this from the airport. Cage, we, you want to bring Vadim on? Is sure. it going to be even functional? Like, how are we going to do this? Are you going to like share share headphones? I'm going to either I'm going to either just hand it up to him. You know, he probably doesn't want my dirty ears in his like earphones. But I could probably maybe put on a speaker. Maybe he can hear you. I don't know. We'll try to figure it out. Let's just get yeah, let's head, get like, his impression. You have plugins? Yeah, oh, he can use his own headphones, and then you can. All right, all right. We spend five minutes. I'll tell him to get his impression. Just see how he's That's doing. Nice. I'll, all right. So, what's yeah, up I mean, my guy this is uh you know listen i had a blast at the show if i'm allowed to, I'm allowed to say it. the best part though was like, putting faces to names people we talked to on instagram seeing you know dude seeing slam stocks dad follow him around with the camera is genius it's like slave labor i love it i love it he's like you know i'm like that's it that's an inexpensive employee right there you don't have to pay a cameraman your dad following you around how do you do that right how so, often do you see that kind of stuff? I've never seen that before. Well, family business. Family business. I'm going to hand you off the bag. Yeah, but my, my family business, I follow my dad around. Okay. Yeah. Hand it off. But wait, wait, real quick. Yeah, Guys, it. tomorrow we're going to do a Coffee with Cage, all things national. So if you had any questions from this week, are you going to be up for it, Cage? Yeah, of course. Of course. Okay. Home so we're going to do whatever. I get some sleep. We're going to do Coke with Cage tomorrow night at 5 p.m. Eastern. Uh, anything you guys want to know about the national, any questions, we're going to be live. Tune in. It's going to be super fun. All right, hand it off to my guy. We're going to talk right. for a few minutes, and then we're going to chop. Let's go. Oh, how the tables hey. have turned. What's going on? What's going on? So, guys, I already introduced this guy. Uh, he's become a close friend of mine, a close friend of the show. 
Uh, I've already told him the story, Vadim, of how we connected uh, last year. But talk to us. What was your – make a little introduction to yourself and what you're up to because I know you're doing big things with Pole Wax. And tell people, you know, what was the show? What, did, what left an impression with you? It, it was absolutely amazing. First of all, it's, it's an honor to be on this podcast. I love, you know, and respect what you guys are doing. Um, the amount of content, the amount of episodes that you guys have done, I've, I've said that to you at the show. It's unbelievable to me that you guys are making this many episodes in this short amount of time. Um, I, I understand how much time it takes to do all this and the dedication that you guys, you know, are putting in is, is unbelievable. Um, I mean, listen, Thank you. I, the, as you've seen the hashtag on the bagels and wax page, I'm not just a bagel guy. Um, you know, it's been the going joke um, because so many people in the hobby from day one were like, who is this bagel guy? What does he know? Um, I grew up collecting, I'm 37 years old. Um, like most people, I stopped for a good 12 to 14 years, though I would dabble in like cheap tops boxes from like Target, you know, <laughs> or wherever when they were available. Um, and I have a five-year-old son. Um, if people go on my Instagram, my personal one, which is Bagels and Wax, um, our, my son loves cards. I got him into it when he was like two and a half. He started opening boxes, um, which was right around the time that um, I met Mike from Polax. So Mike is the owner of Polax. Um, I, you know, I, I do some of the behind-the-scenes stuff. I, you know, helped um, with quite a few things. And he's like a little brother to me. I, I love Mike. He's like an uncle to my son. And, you know, anybody who watches Hudson, you know, open boxes and sees his pleasure in opening boxes, he could sit there and do it for hours. If it wasn't for, for his mother and my wife, you know, we'd probably do it all day long every day. Um, so, and so, guys, real quick on that, because Vadim said, you know, he's not just a bagel guy. But I'll tell you, he's one of the most generous guys in the hobby. <clears throat> so... Where that comes from? He comes from a family business. I'm pretty, out of Brooklyn? Is that right? No, uh, the, the store's in Long Island. So our, our um, store is 31 years this year um, since we opened up the bagel store. My family bought it in 1990. Um, I've been running it for about 13, 14 years now. Um, and so, we're 31 so years the, in. It's incredible. And every, small businesses and every, with everything that's going on with COVID and all that stuff, it's unbelievable. And, and I wish you guys all the success. In Facebook groups, he would sometimes have extra bagels or they'd have a new shipment. And he would ship out bagels cross-country the people he met uh, in the hobby. And I always thought that was really interesting. It was really generous to use, you know, something from your business to help others in the hobby. Uh, so, so I just wanted to say thank you because I, I always saw that. Thank I wanted you. to say that was really generous. Thank Brother, you. Brother, uh, your? What, are you a Knicks fan? Does your son love Knicks players? <laughs> Is that who he's collecting? Basketball. I, I mean, he, he's huge. his favorite player is Saquon Barkley. He loves the Giants. Okay. His favorite baseball player is Aaron Judge. He loves the Islanders. The Knicks have this is the first year we've been good in about 30 years. Let's yeah. be let's be realistic. So we're we're not there, it, you it, know, yet with the Knicks. He loves Zion. He's a huge Zion guy. And <laughs> it's so funny because he said to me, I need a Zion jersey like a year and a half ago. And I'm like, that's it. It's not just cards. The kids sold in sports. That's that's how you get the next generation in. He loves it. He goes to play basketball in his Zion jersey. And just dominates people. I have two questions for you because, guys, yeah. this is cool. So uh, Vadim is on Cage's flight, so they're flying back. They'll be boarding in three, four, five minutes here. So two questions. Is Julius Randle the most underappreciated guy in the hobby right now? 
he's very underappreciated, but I, I don't want to give my true opinion of Julius Randle on a huge podcast. <laughs> I personally, <laughs> I think he's a better version of Zach Randolph. I don't mean this in, a, in, an, offensive, in an offensive way. I think it's a team that Zach doesn't Randolph have, had, a good, had a good career. He had a great career, but I think he was on bad teams and collected stats because he was a great player on bad teams. I think Julius Randle was the best player on a not so good team that overachieved. The future is great, though. That's the right people in office. If he's a number two and Dame Lillard comes, do you see that working better? Okay, two minutes. Uh, oh, with Dame C- Lillard, Cage is, I think. Cage is waving me down. He said two minutes. Tops, cut it, cut it. <laughs> Dame Lillard, I think, changes the complete landscape for New York. Give us in one minute or less what pull wax up to in uh, for the rest of this year moving forward. We're trying to grow. We try to help breakers. Um, we do wholesale for a lot of breakers. We consult for a lot of breakers. We're trying to grow in the hobby. Um, and we're trying to, we, we really try to be for the people. We try to help everybody as much as they can. People reach out to Mike, myself, or any part of our team at any point, And we try to help them out. We want this hobby to grow. And if you saw the show, you wanted to, you asked me about the national. It was the most amazing thing I have seen. The amount of people, the amount of kids, and the amount of moves and everything else that happened, I, I, there was not enough time. I was there for four days. I didn't have enough time to see nearly what I wanted to see. Right. Right. Absolutely. Dude, appreciate you coming on. I know you guys got to run. Thank you so much. Have a safe flight. Love you guys. Luca Nation, a little bit of a choppier episode. Cage is literally choppier after hearing that. Cage uh, is at the airport. Hope you guys enjoyed this episode. This episode of Lucas Tigers and Bronze was brought to you by Hybrid Grading Approach. Take it from someone who has personally submitted thousands of cards for grading. HGA slabs just hit different. They're top of the line and color coordinated to match the card itself. The aesthetics are unrivaled in the industry. When paired with the ease of submission and the transparency of the pricing model, HGA stands alone as the best choice for grading your cards. I believe that once you try them out, you will agree. Thanks for listening, Luca Nation. Thank you for spending some time with us on another episode of the Lucas Tigers and Bronze Oh My podcast. Um, do us a favor and like, subscribe. Now eh, you know what? Don't just like and subscribe. Everybody does that. If you like us, tell your friends, tell your neighbors, tell your enemies, tell everybody. And uh, we hope you got something from spending some time with us today, and we'll see you next time. Thank you.